Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. I'm Bryn. And we're working through Moonlight. Yeah. Not to be confused with Moonlighting. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. He is not just Moonlighting as a detective. <laughs> right. With Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. <laughs> Before Bruce Willis was like... A Dang, major, major they, star. They would have been some good guest stars on this show. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Maybe if it had had more than one season. They could have Dang gotten it. Sybil Shepard. <laughs> At least Sybil Shepard. Come on. Right, what was she doing besides she... Psych? Come on. <laughs> That's right. She was his mom in Psych. I almost forgot about that. If she could do Psych, she could have done Moonlight. She could totally done Moonlight. It's a, another cable show. Moonlight was over before she even made an appearance on Psych, I think. Oh, yeah, probably. I think they started the same year. Really? <laughs> or no, Psych was 2006, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably a really loud pop. <laughs> you're listening to your car, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're like, when did my gun, did my tire? <laughs> my tire popped. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are on episode eight of Moonlight, um, and Bryn... Us all about episode but before eight. we get into it yes like and share and subscribe and well, comment yeah i'm and, so glad and you love us that. a little bit love us. Send, <laughs> send a little love our way tell us what kind of shirts you want us to make right it's a bath thing i'm with the morgue I'm with the morgue i do have an i'm with the morgue quote in here for this episode so i'm so excited to hear it for that <laughs> It'll be super exciting. All right. Episode 8, 12.04 a.m. This is also a good episode. Yes. I I did like this one a lot. Last time we talked a little bit about psychological warfare. Yes. We talked a lot about psychological warfare. (laughs) But this one also has psychological warfare. We'll delve more into it. And this guy, this guy, this main... Yeah, he legit crazy. Yeah, he's kind of a scary guy. He's a very scary guy. They got a good actor for this they guy. They really did. He really terrifies me. Yeah. Especially Genuinely. when he's like, looking, we'll get to there, but like when he's looking through the crack and yeah. he's like, <laughs> he has like, crazy eyes Ooh. and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't like you. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Here we go. Mick pulls a bullet from his arm and adds it to a collection jar of bullets. Okay. <laughs> I already have questions. <laughs> How did you get shot in the forearm? You know what I was thinking? Wasn't that where he got shot when the girl shot him in the Mafia episode? When he went to hunt down the girl, do you remember? Sure, yeah, I remember And I was like, what took you so long to get this bullet out? That was weeks ago, Mick. (laughs) Well, it was healed up. Like, I mean, but apparently that heals right away. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's so where she shot him. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to, we might have to take it to the tape on that one. I know. We have to pull that back up because I was pretty sure that's where she shot him because he pulled his sleeve up to look at it. Interesting. Because I was like, he's pulling it out. I'm like, how and did it's you the get same shot arm. in yeah. your forearm? <laughs> because like, she just like was, and and he was like, ah. remember? Um, and he pulled it up to look at it and then he was like, no, no, it just grazed me. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, but, I'm like but really. But even if we're assuming, even if we're assuming that that is what that bullet was from, yeah, 
It still took him like a month to get around to taking it out. Bro, that was a while ago. You, you've had plenty of alone time since then. I mean, the trial wrapped up in that same episode. You didn't have time to pull a bullet out of your arm. He, he had things to do. Right. He's always saving Beth. I know, right? Stop getting yourself in trouble, Beth. Dang it, Beth. <laughs> Get it together. Um, and apparently he just keeps a collection of bullets he's been shot with. And he's been shot many times. As one out. would. He has a giant jar of bullets. I mean, I, he's 85, so sure. maybe people have been shooting at him for a long time. You know, he's very shoot-worthy. He's in a dangerous line of work. It's true. He I mean, probably you're does get trying shot to save somewhat Beth, frequently. You know. And also, he just lives in L.A. Right, so. right. I mean, if you live in L.A., you're going to get shot at least once a year. At least. He, he lives in L.A., and he's a night person. Right. Which means he's out in L.A. mostly at night. Yep. Probably not the best time to be going around in L.A. Yeah, you know, you're just going to get shot. That's just comes with the territory. It's It's a hazard you need to take into account. (laughs) It's nice weather all the time, but you'll get shot at least once a month. Good weather, but you'll get shot frequently. (laughs) It's his way of keeping a scrapbook, I guess. (laughs) You want to see my jar of bullets? (laughs) Got it. This is how he turns on the ladies. Yeah. Look how many times I've been shot. It's nice. I wonder if he's ever going to show that to Beth. Yeah. Here's my this jar is my jar of bullets. bullets. Why don't you take your black vampire blood and we'll talk about it. Uh, while I'll he... get the cold shower ready. Oh... While he is removing this bullet, he's watching Beth's current news story on Donovan Shepard, a cult leader slash murderer, <clears throat> about to be executed. Beth befriends the girl whose testimony about her family's death led to the to this execution. And her name is Audrey. So, two things I will interrupt about. Okay. First, Audrey reminds me of Arrested Development, Plain Anne. Like, <clears throat> oh, totally. That's Mae Whitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her? That's the one. <laughs> like, every time she came on screen, I'm like, oh, hello, Plain. <laughs> oh, hello. She it's... reminds me of, I want to say her name is Bailey something? Bailey Madison, maybe? Oh, I she's, can see that a little she's bit. She's young Snow White. I, I know Bailey in Madison. In Once Upon is, a Time, yeah. yeah. She does something about the way she talks and smiles reminds mm-hmm. me of Bailey Madison. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but <clears throat> but I totally see where you're coming from with Mae Whitman too. Yeah, I'm like love Mae Whitman. Every time I'm like, it's Anne. Why does he say like he's like as plain as the nose on Anne's face? But he's like, it's Anne as the nose on Plain's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He like always calls her plain. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but then the second thing I wanted to say about this is, like, outside, they are clearly making it clear that only victims of the family are allowed in to see this execution. Like, all of these people who claim their family are not allowed to see the execution. So it's victims of the families and Beth. 
That's I guess so being loud. friends with Carl really does have perks. Or maybe it was Josh that got her in. Okay, I can see that. She's dating a DA. I can an see ADA? that. Is he an ADA or a DA? I don't even know. And I think he's a DA. A DA. Yeah, I think he's a. I know he's a DA. How many DAs are there? Right. Because there's a DA in this episode is, that is not. He Josh. doesn't survive long. And I have a question. She says in, later on in this episode that Josh is out of town for work. How far do DAs go? I mean, their jurisdiction is right. only so far. It's pretty much the limits of the city. And if someone had to go to another state or something to gather information on a case, first of all, I think that means it includes the FBI because it's a multi-state right. case. Right. But secondly, that would not be the DA. No. That would be a, a, a young... Sure. Like an intern or something yeah. that would go and do such a thing. Right. Or a cop or something. You are correct on all fronts. I don't know. I have questions. Yes. He's out of town on business means he's probably just avoiding Beth. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. He's like, oh, I gotta go out of town. I'll be back later. Business related. Business. <laughs> I got business. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, only family is allowed it's to a DA watch. thing. <laughs> and Beth. <laughs> and Beth. Yes, I mean, but there did seem to be several people in there. Yeah. That did not seem to know Audrey. Right. So, like, I mean, there was more victims than her parents, because they said it killed, like, six people. Including yeah, it was her, her whole family. It yeah, her... so I think it was, like, other victim families. Maybe. But, like, they were either making... Like, well, just at the beginning, they were making it clear that only the victims of the family are going to be able to come in and watch... And then there's Beth. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Just fine. Oh, Beth. Yes. Anyway, sorry. I she digress. She is the only reporter in town, so. She really is. She gets in on all the good stories. Yeah, she does. Anyway. At the execution with Plain. Donovan is praying. You see Donovan praying with a priest. He's the murderer. Yes. <gasps> We went back to that. Yeah. Donovan is praying with a priest, and then he's led to the room for injection. Audrey has a flashback. She sees Donovan through the crack in the closet, and he sees her, and he says, Hello, sweetheart. I see you. He's so creepy. So creepy. I am curious why he didn't kill her at that point. If he's killing everybody else, and the only reason she survived is because she was hiding in the closet. Like... Clearly saw her, so why did he keep her alive? I mean, the assumption is that the cops came at that moment, but Maybe. but I don't know that we've ever been told that. I, yeah. I sort of just made that connection on my own. But also, it's almost exactly like what happened to True. Yeah, True Calling. So that was see, but the guy never weird. saw her in the closet. No, he didn't. But like the whole like she's in the closet watching right, her family right. get murdered. I was like, ooh, this is True all over again, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and Audrey turns into true. So. She, right? It's all full circle. She's going to start She's working at talk, the morgue. And talk to dead people. And talk to dead people. Yep, that's it. Good job, Audrey. So excited for you. You've got a bright future up ahead. Back to the present. Donovan is allowed his last words, and he says he's had years to reflect on his actions and that he doesn't regret it. He seeks the blood of those sorry, who crossed not him. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 
He says he will live on and they will die screaming his name. At 12.04, he's killed by lethal injection. Audrey is verbally accosted by Donovan's fans. Fans, followers, whatever. Yeah. Beth takes Audrey to her house for the night. Audrey gets a call from Donovan saying, I see you. She sees him out the window, but he disappears before Beth can see him. Beth is trying to calm Audrey's fears. Why is Audrey going home with Beth? I mean, I know they tried to explain it. Like, oh, you don't want to call your family at 5 a.m. Hey, if he was murdered, or not murdered, but executed at 12.04. Where have they been for five hours? Right. Yes. And wouldn't she have thought of that prior to, like, hey, I'm going to witness this execution. So, like, can you come pick me up at midnight? I'm not sure I would have wanted to witness it either, unless I wanted to be sure he was dead. Sure, and I get that. I'm not sure I would have wanted to go, like, at all. (laughs) Wouldn't you have at least arranged a ride home for yourself? Yes, and definitely not be alone. Like, you would have arranged to be with someone so that you were not alone. So you don't have to go home with rando But I don't know, maybe that's just me, because I'm definitely one of those people who never likes to be alone. Sure. There are no circumstances in which I'm like, I need to be alone. Like, opposite. (laughs) I I need downtime, but I don't like my alone time. Like, if my whole family would just disappear tomorrow for like a whole day. day, For the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) You'd Kevin McAllister it while you're at home all by yourself. I would totally Kevin McAllister that up. (laughs) Like, just. Ah, like that's why summertime is going to be the worst. <laughs> it is one of the things I hate about summer is that the kids are just home all day. I'm like, oh, now I feel like I have to entertain you all day. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I, I like to be with people, but not very many people sure. at a time. Like I'm a very weird mix Won't of be like overwhelmed with introvert and extrovert. Sure. Like can't be alone but does not like to be with a lot of people (laughs) and also generally very specific people like I don't know there are times where it's like obviously I'd rather be alone than be with somebody I'm not that sure close with or whatever yeah but downtime with people is what I prefer yeah watching movies is how I bond I love watching movies movie night I think we should start a neighborhood movie night like once a month Let's do it. I think it would be amazing. You guys can come too. (laughs) You guys can come. Come on down. We'll sell tickets. We'll sell tickets. Come watch movies with Bryn and Sarah. Fantastic. (laughs) No, like, I love alone time so much that, like, especially after the movie theaters opened back up, I went to the movies by myself once a week. (laughs) I love movies. Yeah. There are a lot of new movies, though, lately. That I have not been interested in watching. No, like, and that's my problem. So I have the, like, um, Megaplex, like, pass. Like, so I get two tickets every month. Oh. Like, not for free, but, like, right, right. because I pay for the that's pass. That's what you're paying for is two right. tickets a month, right? Yes. And so last <laughs> month, though, I didn't even use them because I kept looking and I was like, there's nothing I want to see. Don't want to watch these. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited for some stuff coming out, like... <gasps> I'm really excited for In the Heights. That's the one I was just going to say. I'm so excited. I can't wait for that movie. You guys, I saw In the Heights on Broadway, and it was amazing. And 
I got to take a picture with Lynn Manuel afterwards. <gasps> and there were like nine other of my friends in the picture. So there's like a lot of us in there with Lynn Manuel. Oh. But but he also signed my soundtrack CD um, that I bought. So and a couple other cast members signed it too. Um, it was really good. And while we were in New York, it was um, our theater department at UVU did this. Um, we went to New York and we saw In the Heights and then we had uh, an acting workshop with one of the girls in the cast, which was so fun. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Anyway, so I'm obsessed with that show. So then when Lehigh High did it a few years ago, oh, fun. my husband and I went and I was like, finally, you get to see this show and, and know that it's amazing. And he was like, that was incredible. And Lehigh High did a really good job. They do a really good job they with have a, a lot good of theater stuff. department. They really do. Yeah. But I'm, I'm impressed with how well a largely Caucasian group of teenagers <laughs> did with a rap musical. What are you saying musical. about Lehigh, Utah? <laughs> what are you saying? I mean, the lead, the lead kid, I mean, he was... Did really he could, you know, fight Lin Manuel for that part. Nice. Like he did a really good job. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, they handled rap really well for a group of, of white, white kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few not white kids, <laughs> but a couple in there. <laughs> as many as I'm sure they could round yeah. up. <laughs> hey, hey, you, 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 come be in our play, please. <laughs> yes. Um, but our theater department is really good. That's awesome. Lehigh is really good. And so I'm glad my husband got to see it. But now the movie's coming out and I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm really excited to see that. I can't wait to see that too. Maddie is in drama. Like, I mean, she's going to be at Lehigh next year. Oh, nice. Um, and I told her, like, because we were driving home and I'm listening to my Broadway mix and um, the Rent song came on. I'm like, you, like on Monday, raise your hand and ask your drama teacher how many minutes are in a year. And I bet she will know the answer to that. Awesome. <laughs> like, and I bet she'll respond with 500, 500,600 That's so great. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, yes, I am also super excited for that. But anyway. We super digressed on. Yes. Um, let me just go home with this rando Beth. Because, oh, Beth. Because <laughs> I don't want to be alone. She has a trustworthy face. Apparently. <laughs> and also, Audrey did not have the foresight to make any further <laughs> <Arrange>. plans. <laughs> this might be really traumatic for me. Audrey had no I got foresight, it. and Beth looks very it. trustworthy. And between those two things, they right. ended up at Beth's apartment at five in the morning. Right, because it takes five hours to get <laughs> from wherever they were. Beth, in an effort to calm Audrey, tells Audrey about her trauma uh, being kidnapped when she was four. Mm -hmm. um, she takes, uh, she ends up taking Audrey to Mick's house to tell him what's going on. Audrey says she's been harassed by the followers before. Beth says it's ironic that Donovan was in prison for years and is now dead, but she's never felt safe. Beth's kidnapper was never found, but somehow Beth has always Beth felt feels safe. I wonder why. <laughs> why, Beth? Why do you think that is? Let's just ponder this a moment. <laughs> Beth and Audrey go back to Beth's. I'm not sure why. They should have stayed there. Right? Audrey asks about her relationship with Mick. I know. And I'm like, why is everybody asking? She's like, ooh. And, and everybody, 
like that's because Morgan Nick looks at week. her like a lovesick puppy. Hey. <laughs> He's always like, Beth. Hey, Beth. <laughs> how's it going? And she's always looking back at him like, hey, Beth. He's unable to stop it after following her for 22 years. Right. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but let's see, where are we? They go back to Beth. Oh yeah, house. ask her about the relationship smart? with Mick. Yeah. Beth says she has a boyfriend, Josh, but things are iffy with him right now. <laughs> Beth, and he's out of town. Yeah, yeah, things are For the not DA great. Josh. <laughs> that is super suspicious, Josh. <laughs> Beth gets called into work. Audrey assures her she'll be fine alone. Mick is researching Donovan's followers. Audrey takes a shower and someone is in the apartment. Ugh, I hate when you see a door move and I nobody's know, there and you're like, right? you're like, there's somebody there. <laughs> somebody. That episode of Veronica Mars oh. when uh, when he comes out of the closet every time I'm like, yeah. He's in the closet. Get out of that room. Go. <laughs> Nothing even happens in that room, but just the fact that the door moves, I'm always like, right? Oh no. That's my mic. Hold on, I put it back. Anyway. Lost her mic, Mike. <laughs> my mic. My, my guardian angel, Mick. My guardian angel. <clears throat> Mick finds Beth's address is posted to a website for the followers of Donovan. As it well as... fast, by the way. Yeah. As well as the info on everyone else involved in the case. She's literally been there for like 10 hours. He actually didn't seem to mind so much until it was Beth's info that was on. Right. He's like, look, they posted everyone's info. Bad. Beth? Dang it. <laughs> I must get to her. Uh, anyway. Uh, Audrey gets out of the shower and sees the words, scream my name, on the mirror. She runs out of the bathroom, grabs a letter opener, I think. I, so, I was unclear as to what that was on the like desk. It seemed like a letter opener. I seemed I like it. But like, I mean, I have a letter opener here. I don't think this is really gonna cut anybody super well. Yeah, the only letter opener I have is Excalibur from. Is that what that is? No, this is. Um, oh, that looks like. Come on, you got it. Is that Lord of the Rings? Yes, it is. You're fantastic. <laughs> Seen it all the way through at least one time. At least. <laughs> feet in and of itself especially extended edition yeah and i do believe it was the extended edition <laughs> probably <clears throat> um but yeah but our, we have an excalibur one from the excalibur in vegas oh that's fun. where we went on our honeymoon so oh. we have like a little excalibur and the little stone that it's in lights up and changes colors i love it that sounds but i've literally never used a letter opener to open letters um i open packages frequently with it oh like, I just stab the I frequently tape. end up using keys because I'm in the living room and right. I'm too excited to open the package. <laughs> I don't really want to go upstairs and get scissors, so I'm usually like, keys. See, my kids are old enough where I'm like, hey, bring that package upstairs. <laughs> yeah, my kids are old enough to do that too, and they're also very excited by packages, so they're always like, there's a package at the door! <laughs> and I'm always like, it's not for you, go away. I didn't get it. Especially if it's near Christmas or their birthday. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't talk about the packages that come to the door every day. <laughs> uh, anyway. We digressed again. Oh, yes. Um, Anne, like, 
grabbed oh, the yes. letter opener. She grabbed the letter opener. That's where we that's where we digressed. <laughs> a man we we digressed at a cliffhanger. A man attacks her <gasps> but Mick and Beth get there in time. I don't know why Beth got there in time. I know, right? <laughs> Mick called her on the way? I don't I don't hey, know. Hey, stop what you're doing and come <laughs> back to your house. Mick interrogates the intruder. Suspicious. He uh, uses less than stellar methods of interrogation. Yeah. You're less not than, a police officer at all. Kosher? What, You're what is the word I'm smart. For? Yeah, he's pretty, pretty scary with his <laughs> intimidations. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the intruder gives him a lead on a producer friend of Donovan's named Jerry. Mick shows up at Jerry's house and accuses Jerry of inciting violence on the website. Okay. Questions about this because of the IP address. <laughs> That's the one. That's exactly the one. Brand, it's like you know me. Did, did you guys know that Sarah's a tech nerd? <laughs> did you know this about her? Because that's why she has questions about the technical aspects. <laughs> First of all, that's not a thing. I mean, IP addresses do exist, and this IP address can point you to my address. But a website is not going to have the IP address of your home unless you are literally hosting the website at your home. And there are thousands of hosting platforms that you can create your website on that would point to the website so hosting I address. thought he didn't start the website. I thought it was some of his comments on the website that um, okay. incited the... But, that I could see. But they weren't clear. Mm-hmm. So it could have gone either way. Right. <laughs> I'm really not sure at this juncture. So. Yeah, okay. If it was comments made from his house, I could see how that could maybe be a thing. But. But they weren't very clear if that is what was happening. The interrogation of the guy. He's like... Who is this producer friend? He can just, like, look up the address of the guy's name he just got. Like, why does he have to be all, like, your IP address? You know, like, no, you got his name from the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why do you have to look up his IP address if you're getting his information from the dude you're being? I don't know, up? just to verify that he was the one making the comments, maybe? I don't know. And I mean, that's really quick detective work. We have questions, Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't hide your IP address as good as you thought. I'm like, mm. Mm. Oh, mm, sweetie. No. No. <laughs> Please, just. If you're going to try and talk tech. No. That's dude. amazing. Yeah. So, continue. <clears throat> you knew I had a question. Anyway, he threatens Jerry. Yeah. And then steals some of Jerry's mail. <laughs> oh, I, Mick. I, I, oh, gosh. The envelope that he stole. It takes, like, a huge package oh, out of the mail. Like, obviously that was... When he's, like, looking through all the letters and then just goes straight for the package. And he's like, yep, this yep, is going to what I have. This is what perfect. I, yeah, this is what I need. <laughs> Beth takes Audrey to look at mugshots with the DA. But there's blood all over the DA's office. Mm. Awkward. Mick listens to the tapes of Donovan's that he stole from Jerry's mail. Yeah. Mick and Beth think Donovan turned into a vampire. 
Mick breaks into the morgue, and the body in Donovan's drawer is actually the missing DA. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Um, back to the DA's office really quick. Like, really? They let him keep the knife? Yeah, the- that feels suspicious. Stop letting people who win cases keep evidence from cases. That's weird. Is <laughs> that a thing? Display it in I'm, his office. I'm creeped out that that would be a thing. Like, like this knife killed six people. No, I'm gonna call I'm my going to display my brother-in-law. That's a cop. I'm gonna be like, is this a thing? Because I don't really think it should be. <laughs> Especially maybe with murder cases. Like, right. that's weird. Yeah, it's supposed to be some evidence lockup. Yeah, at forever. The station. Forever, forever. Remember. And you kept that knife in your office and now you've been killed with it. I hope you're happy. I hope you're satisfied. <laughs> Are you glad that you kept it? Not that he couldn't have killed him, anyways. That's but. true. <clears throat> but still. But it's the principle of the thing. Yeah, and like, Stop keeping creepy weapons in your office. Yeah, to display it? That's so gross. Like, literally, six people died with this knife. Here, look at it. There are better ways to, like, remind yourself of cases you've won. Yeah. Than keeping the creepy evidence. Right. A nice plaque. Weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, super weird. Little newspaper article. Right, right. Scrapbook it. Scrapbook it? (laughs) You can just scrapbook that crap. Not very manly, but you could have one. Yeah. It would be Look fine. Look at all of my wonderful cases. Look at all these cases I won. He shows <laughs> it to really all the girls. Good <laughs> <laughs> That's probably better than the knife that murdered someone, though. Right. I feel like if you showed that to a girl, they'd be like, like oh, "Gross!" Yeah, I just remembered gross. I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Cool knife. I have to go. I've got stuff. Suddenly remembered. I don't trust you anymore. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Uh, let's see. Beth and Audrey stay at Mick's house to Mm, be safe. Mick goes vamp hunting. (laughs) He tells Beth not to go upstairs or in the office or anywhere else. in here. Oh, and I finally figured out what was going on with the doors. Remember I told you yes, that the doors were the changing? Name. Yeah. Yes, this is what I think is happening. And it was very hard to, to figure this out and nobody ever mentioned it. I you had to his, diagram stuff. I think his you? office is on the same floor but there's an outside door on his apartment floor to his office and they're connected inside. So... <laughs> I should draw it. Yeah, I was going to say, now. you drew stuff, I'm going to start you? drawing this out. Yeah. No, but, like, because she runs into his that office, and people go into his office sense. all the time from his apartment, which is why I was like, why does this door keep changing? Right. But then in this episode, I noticed when they came in the office door that said Private Eye, yeah. um, it went directly into his office, and I was like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a similar door to his apartment door. It just because has the fog. It just has the fog thing. So I think they're connected, but there's an outside door I think you in the apartment totally complex. nailed it. You nailed so, it. Anyway, so Sorry. yes. Uh, <laughs> this is like my third, fourth time through, and I finally was like, oh. <laughs> I feel like we should have addressed that your office was separate inside, but separate. But. So I don't it's know. It's like Angel's office. Oh, 
There are a lot of similarities. Because Angel's office, and then you go yes. down the elevator, and it's his house. Yes, and I did not remember that, but I, I did see an episode oh, that had that in there, yeah. Like, oh, you need to watch Angel. I do need I'm, to watch Angel. I'm going to make you watch that. <sighs> yes, we're going to have to. <clears throat> I mean, we can't do it series scrap because there's like five seasons. But... There are so many seasons. Yeah. Not a series scrapped. But it's still good, I'm sure. It is very good. Who doesn't love David Boreanaz? Oh, I love David Boreanaz. And if you don't like David Boreanaz, don't say anything. Right. We love him. Yes. <laughs> he was my TV boyfriend for a really long time. I always so have pretty. like one. Like I have a movie boyfriend, a TV boyfriend, a sports boyfriend. <laughs> nice. Like I gotta I cover all my bases. Oh, who's your current TV boyfriend? Matt Lanter. Timeless. You haven't, like it's on our list. There's a season and like six episodes of a second season. So it would, it's a series scrapped. What else is he Timeless. In? Um, pretty much. He's actually in. If if you've seen, you might have because you're a lot like me. <laughs> um, there's, um, gosh, what's Topic? What's that um, movie? Topic. Um, ah. Ice skating, um, with the hockey player. Come on, cutting edge. Oh, okay. Well, so there's cutting edge, but then there's like a cutting edge, like four or five or like three. They're like land before times. Exactly, <laughs> and it's um, he's in one of the like you know. So in cutting edge, she's the ice skate, the figure skater, sure. and then like um, DB Sweeney is the hockey player. That becomes a figure skater with her. Okay. So in this cutting edge, he's the figure skater, and the girl is the hockey player. Um, and because feminism. Because feminism. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'll have to show you Matt Lanter. Um, Matt Lanter is a hottie Mike Hodgson, and my current TV boyfriend. So Matt Lanter, here you are. Hottie McCotterson. Oh, wow. So he's in the new show called Jupiter's Legacy. It's on Netflix right now. Okay. Um, let me find a better picture. Oh, yeah, here's a good picture of him. Oh, he's also in Pitch Perfect 3. I don't know if I've seen that oh, one. I definitely saw the second one, but I don't remember if I've seen the third one. That's awesome. Yeah. So well, now I'm going to have to think about this. Yeah. And now I'm oh, going to yeah, have to have it. a TV yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Nice. TV boyfriend. Matt Lanter. That's his daughter. She's cute. Yeah. I mean, his wife is like super hot gorgeous. Like, this is his wife. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> when Pretty you're couple. as hot as he is, you know. See, like, I mean. Oh, come on. look at him. Come on. The puppy and everything. Yeah. We want to hear who your TV boyfriend is. Yes. Everyone. Wait, list your TV boyfriends or girlfriends. Right? Oh, yeah. We, we want to know. Yeah. So, Matt Lanter. Current TV boyfriend. David Boreanaz, though, held that spot for many so moons. So pretty. Many moons. Yeah. I think it was Dean Cain for a very long time. Dean Cain was my first TV boyfriend. So pretty. So pretty. Yeah. Dean Cain and definitely. He's all kinds of interesting nationalities. Did he you know is. That? Yeah, no, he's like mostly Asian, though. Yes. Uh, he's like part Hawaiian, part Japanese. Yeah. yeah. 
and then like Canadian. <laughs> like, I was like, he's, he's a perfect mix of like all of these. And all of those things made him that pretty. That pretty. Yeah, Dean. <laughs> all it took was for those things to come together. Right. And they made that beautiful human being. Beautiful human being. Yeah, Dean Kane was probably my first TV boyfriend. Yeah. Then yeah. it went into David Boreanaz for many, I've many been in love with Frank Sinatra since I was five, which is a real shame because he died when I was like 11. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But Frank Sinatra, I have this movie where the first time you see him, his back is facing the camera uh-huh. and he's on somebody's front porch sure. and he turns around. Wait, I'll show you the GIF because the GIF is actually like in the GIF keyboard. You can find this GIF. And I always post it because it's so beautiful. Okay. But but he just has these big blue eyes as he turns around and you're like, oh. Yes. Yeah. Five-year-old me was like, um, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that is a pretty man. Um, And I'm so disappointed, Bryn, because we're so similar (laughs) in everything else. But really, you're going to go with the GIF instead of GIF? Yes. Come on. Because the creator calls it a GIF. But the creator is wrong. <laughs> but if you created it, you're allowed to call it whatever you want. True. Um, <laughs> do you see that up there? <laughs> yes. Do you see what it says? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. How did you get it? It was a limited run. I'm gonna see if I can. That's amazing. Reach it. I know. Um, limited run. I have a peanut butter jar <laughs> made by the Jif company. So Jif, Mom's soft GIF. G pronunciation, creamy peanut butter. Gif animated looping images, hard G pronunciation. <laughs> That's amazing. If you've ever called a Gif Jif, we forgive you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I have debated eating that is real peanut funny. butter in this jar, but I don't know about it. You have to save that jar forever. Well, I know I want to save the jar, but like, is the peanut butter going to like go bad at some point is what I want to Good question. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Does peanut butter go bad? I don't know. You tell us, Is this listeners. a thing? Yeah. We're almost forgetting that we're doing a podcast yes, right now. Yes, we are. We <laughs> took some serious detours, guys. <laughs> It's okay. But Angel's office is the same as Mix. <laughs> that's, that's where, where we started. That's where the detour came. I figured out what the office deal was. I love it. I was like, stop changing your door, Mick. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> Mick reviews the tapes leading up to Donovan's execution, and he figures out that the priest turned Donovan into a vamp. Audrey and Beth talk about the DA. They bond over their traumas. <laughs> sad. So sad. Mick interrogates the priest vamp, and the vamp sired Donovan for the money that Jerry paid for the I... memoirs. <laughs> that was very confusing. It was a very roundabout. But we got there, off. yes. Yeah. The priest tells Mick that Donovan hates Jerry. Donovan confronts and then kills Jerry. Yes. Beth goes into the office and she finds a file on herself. You were not supposed to be in there, Beth. That's exactly what I said. I said, he told you to stay out of the office. (laughs) He specifically mentioned the office, Beth. She's like, I'm just going to wander in here and look through his case files. Look, here's a section of years that include the year I was kidnapped. I'll just pull that out. Right. Like, what? She's crazy. She's crazy. Um... 
she finds pics from when she was a kid and growing up and she's freaking out. Yeah. Um, I do have a quote from when Audrey was like, it's just the way he looks at you. It looks like you've known no, him for, for a years. long time. Yeah. I can't explain it. And Beth goes, well, someone needs to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my, my quotes for the and episode. And Anne's like, okay. Okay. Mick finds Jerry's body. He calls Beth and he can tell she's upset because he knows her that well. He knows her. <laughs> He says, stay there. He's coming. He gets attacked by Donovan. Donovan gets Mick's phone and comes after Audrey while Mick was out. Okay. You have your own contact information in your phone? I know. I had questions about that, too. (laughs) Like, he pulls up Mick's phone, goes to the contacts, is like, oh, Mick, there you are. I'm like, yes, I have a contact in my phone called Sarah Kimmel, and it has my own address and my own phone number. I mean, there usually is a, like, my phone thing, but it doesn't usually have your address in it, so I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Weird. I had questions about We had lots of questions. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Beth calls Mick because he still hasn't showed up, and the phone rings in the hall. And then Donovan's out there. They hide when in the... When it finally cuts to him, like... <laughs> oh, it's so scary! Oh, it's so scary! <laughs> uh, he had a ring doorbell before it was cool. I, he really did. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan is out there. They hide in the office. Donovan breaks in. Beth fights him off. She's pretty great. Yeah. Until Mick shows up. Mick beheads Donovan. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So good. Beth confronts Mick about their past. <gasps> And she ain't even mad. She's not. She's like, I finally found my I ain't even mad. angel. <laughs> You've been stalking me since I was four, and You're I ain't even mad so about it. You're so pretty. She's so great. Um, actually, I this is one of the things where you feel like, oh, she's going to be mad. It's going to cause a problem. And, like, yeah. it's one of those things that's, like, super cliche fight about stuff that you probably could just talk through. Right. We've talked about that with True Calling. Like, Yeah, it's one of my problems with Pretty Little Liars. Things like uh-huh. that happen a lot in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, and now you're going to fight about this because, like, there's a there's literally a scene in Pretty Little Liars where one of them is like, should I tell the truth? And you're like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and then one of them is like, no. Yeah. And you're like, what? Don't listen to that person. You shut up and stay in the corner. <laughs> like, I mean, I hate when they're just like, I know, I'll tell a lie. This cannot possibly go wrong. You know, yeah. and it always does create, like, excess drama. Right. Natural drama I'm not so worried about. Sure. But when it's like, that could have super been avoided. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, while I might have been freaked out to find pictures of myself as a child in right. his files. Yes. I I don't know that I would have been mad. I might have been like, this is weird. And yeah. I feel like I just need a minute to process this. Yeah. But I wouldn't have probably been mad. Yeah. I would have just been like, I mean, that's great. And now I know why I've always felt safe because you've right. always been there. But, you know. It wouldn't <clears throat> make me want to kiss you, though, is no, probably not. the thing. Probably I'd be like, me. you're so old. Yeah. <laughs> See, I put, ew, Beth. <laughs> ew. Ew, David. Ew, David. (laughs) Yep. Like, just ew. Like, he's clearly been watching you since you were a kid. 
not in a creepy sexual way. He was keeping her safe. Right. But that doesn't make me like, ooh, that makes me want to kiss you. <laughs> That's hot that you That's were keeping me safe my whole life. It's just weird. Yep. Boo. Um, so a couple of things I didn't touch on while you were in your recap. Um, they just let him in the jail cell. Like, he's wandering around well, inside the jail. The weirdest part about this jail is it feels like it's just a cell in the middle of a warehouse. Actually, yeah. it reminds me of the cell that Superman is kept in in Lois and Clark. When, when, <laughs> we've talked a lot about Lois and Clark. Well, we like Lois when, and Clark a whole lot, so. <laughs> yes, when, what's his name, Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. is getting married to Lois. Yes. And he keeps Superman in, in that jail, in that jail. random jail cell in the middle of a cement right. room. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And I'm like, is this a special, like, to be executed jail cell? Right. Why aren't they in regular jail cells, but just, like, alone? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> as per the is usual. There, this is our execution room where we keep people right before they die. I don't know. But right. it feels like it's in the middle of a warehouse. Yeah. Like, there's so much space around the cell. Yeah. We have so many questions. Yeah. And then Mick's just allowed to wander around it. Yeah, like, it's fine. He's he's with the morgue. He's a PI. <laughs> it's fine. Well, and then that, and he's like, "Hey, I need the video of, you know, I just have to look through the video before his execution." And the guard's like, "Eh, I don't like it, but sure. Here's the video." <laughs> All he had to say was, "The police department stretched pretty thin." Yeah, and he's like. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds about right. Ain't gonna fight you. I know. <laughs> so, like, I'm all, he's with the morgue. Because he's like, yeah, I need to watch this video. They're like, oh, okay, here. Right? Here's the video. So um, many questions. Yeah. And then I think... Oh, so the guy slits the throat of the music producer... And then immediately is able to fill a cup with his blood. Throats are bleeders. But also, it just neatly fell into that cup for him. Like, there's no splash anywhere. And is he supposed to be trying to be classy by drinking it out of a glass instead of just biting his neck like a regular vamp? Right, right. I'm like... Is this him being classy? It seems a little extreme to drink his blood. Um, Feels weird. Yeah, and then... This is one quote I liked of Mix. We didn't have Joseph in this episode, did we? We had Joseph. I can't remember. No, he wasn't in this he episode. Was not. The, this is like the third episode we haven't seen Joseph. Oh. Like, I, I, there were more than I thought. I miss Joseph. But um, the, qu- the quote I have for Mick is Mi casa es su casa. That's Spanish for keep her out of my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you understand Spanish that well. That's but, not how you that know, works. I think I got a gif of... You did. A gif! You know what I hate? When people say... Frank Sinatra. Hey, Do baby. you know how to make gifs? Do I know how to make gifs? No, no. Oh. I hate when people say that because my first thought is always, sure, what kind of gifts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is partly why I call them gifs, just to distinguish that between an actual yes, gift. I do know how to make gifts. <laughs> what, what kind, kind of, of gifts, gifts are you, you looking want to, me make? to make? 
No. No, Bryn. No. Listen, I'm just saying if I invented something, I would want people to pronounce it the way that I pronounce it. I mean, it's short for graphics. Or is it short for graphics? Format. <laughs> graphics. <laughs> I know what it's short for. Format. Yeah. Maybe this is one of those things like ZPM, you know? Like. <laughs> Why do some people call the letter Z Z? Right? Do you know I cross my Z's? I used to do that too. Yeah. And like sevens. Yeah, I cross my sevens too. Yeah. And I distinctly remember in elementary school forcing myself to cross them. Like my handwriting has changed multiple times over the years, but yeah, through junior high, like yeah. really had so many like morph <laughs> morphings into different like there were things like crossing sevens and Zs. There were right. things like like certain Rs that like looked different oh, than because there was the cute way to write Rs and right. Ss. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, I think I digressed enough and I think we talked about this episode. Ew, Beth. Ew, Beth. <laughs> Ew, David. Like, I just cannot get behind this relationship whatsoever. As much as they want me but to they're ship so them. cute together, Sarah. They're not. They're in a father-daughter kind of way, great. Father-daughter kind of way. Perhaps brother-sister, but that's a stretch. I can get behind that kind of relationship. I cannot get behind a romantic relationship. Would you feel better if she dated Joseph? I would. 400 years I would. But he's not been watching her since she was a kid. Like. He's way older than Nick. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. 1603. 1603. What what was that quote? It's so funny. Uh, It's reasonable to be a little hazy. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, I hope you stuck with us through the rest of this episode. There were many tangents, and it was a long episode. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. I think we're going to be The recaps on these last couple episodes have been long. There's just so much happening. There is so much happening. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, for sure. Well, we will see you guys next time. She's got Frank Sinatra even as (laughs) the the background background on on her phone. Yep. I that do. is dedication. I think I need to go change my screen background to Matt Lantern. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next time. Bye.